This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. I'm Nicole Parsons, sitting in for Gary Taylor. And today on the program, we're talking to Custer County High School Student Council President Michael Batson. Welcome to the program, Michael. Yeah, thank you, Nicole. Um, to start off, just because some of our listeners may have may have been a little bit of a while before they've since they've been in high school, uh, what kinds of things is the student council responsible to oversee? Yeah, so there's a lot of different things that schools have. You know what their student council is in charge of, but for us. We are mostly in charge of our big school-wide events. So these are a lot of the things we have. Our homecoming is one of the biggest events that we put on and, you know, usually the biggest headache. Uh, We have the Halloween Carnival, which we just finished up. Um, We get a lot of members from the community there. And then another big one we have is the Winterfest, um, which is in the middle of the winter. We usually do it around January or February, kind of like the spirit of homecoming um, to kind of cheer up those winter blues, if you will. Um, and then at the end of the year, we usually wrap it up with our talent show, which is also community wide. And those are kind of our biggest events. And we have several smaller things that we do here and there. And some of our, um, you know, we have several other things that we're in charge of, but those are the main big events. So the talent show includes community members as well. Oh yes. Students. Great. Well, we'll get back to that in just a moment. Uh, how many people are on the student council and how are the different classes represented? What's the makeup of the of the body of student council. Right. So we have about, uh, let me think, I think we're around between 10 or 15 or so. I, I don't know the number exactly. Um, members in the student council. And then we have one advisor who is a member of the faculty, um, Mr. Andrew Strait. He's the band director and technology teacher as well. And he is our advisor for student council. Um, as far as the makeup between classes, we usually have between three and four people per class. Um, or more or less, depending. And then each one of the class presidents and vice presidents are part of that student council, um, and, or at least are mandatory to be a part of student council um, just to represent their class so that we can you know, get back and forth to each other when it comes to homecoming and the carnival and when we're trying to organize the events. Okay, okay. So pretty big group of students who are involved there and a lot of communication back and forth. Oh, yes. Uh, when did your term as president begin? I started just this year. Um, so last year we had elections at the very end of the year. So I was able to know throughout the summer. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm the president for this whole year. This is my senior year in high school. And uh, yeah. Okay. And so what was the process for getting elected? Um, so the biggest thing is we just had a couple requirements. Um, so we wanted you to be in student council before to have a couple years of experience there um, was kind of the biggest thing. And to have held officer position before. So last year, my junior year, I was the president of the student council. So I got to get to know the role of president working under um, her last year. And, um, but yeah, so other than that, I stood in front of the, you know, I prepared a small speech and I stood in front of the student council and told them, you know, what my plans were, um, kind of some of the ideas that I had and just my leadership position that I had before being class president in previous years. Okay. Wow. So got, did the whole student body vote or is it just the student council? Um, just the student council. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell me what, what made you decide to run for student council president? Um, I guess part of it, uh, I think I was a little bit expected to since I was the vice president last year. Um, some people had hoped for that, but I had always, um, 
throughout my high school years, I always wanted to see more uh, school spirit, if you will. I always hear about a lot of the big schools and a lot of the fun things they do. And obviously, we can't have everything that you know some of our bigger schools in Denver and Colorado Springs have. Uh, but I just wanted to be able to bring to light some of these um, fun times. And I love to organize and be a part of all these events. So I figured why not help out and run them while Excellent. I'm at it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. It's a way to definitely make sure that you show up at all of them. If exactly. You're exactly. To organize them. So what are your pri- priorities as student council president this year? So mostly um, on a day-to-day basis, I'm kind of coming up with the agenda and, and things to talk about for the next meeting. So I, I run, for the most part, our meetings. Um, we have our advisor, Andrew Strait, pops in every once in a while. If there's something that I've forgotten about, of course, you know, I'm not perfect. Um, but yeah, so running the daily meetings is kind of a big thing um, and keeping those on track with what's next in student council. Um, so obviously we have the homecoming um, and trying to prepare everything that we have for that and then to Winterfest and the Halloween Carnival, just making sure all those details are covered for the most part. Then come the actual events. Usually I'm most of the time running around making sure everybody's where they're supposed to be, doing what they're supposed to be doing, and overall making sure everything's going smoothly. I get quite a bit of help from our members. Um, they're, they're usually the ones that do all the grunt work. I just get to tell them what to do. <laughs> Lucky for me. Delegating is harder than it sounds. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It is an art. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I get I get quite a bit of help from all of our members and, you know, we're small, but we can, you know, we we have a lot of power in us. um, So we get a lot of things done. That's fantastic. How long does it take to put together an event like the Halloween Carnival? How when did you start? When did you start um, planning and preparing to put this event on? Right. So the Halloween Carnival, um, we started planning for that, the meeting right after we got done with Homecoming. So those two usually, you know, we don't have to overlap them too much with thinking about those. But yeah, we as soon as Homecoming was over, we were starting to think about that. The biggest thing is getting all the classes organized and what they're going to do for the Carnival, as well as talking to the faculty and administration about, you know, all the things that we want to do and talking to the janitorial staff about getting in the gym and setting up. Um, so yeah, right after we were done with homecoming. Um, so we had about a month, a little over a month to prepare. To prepare for that. That's really incredible. And so many inputs from so many people who are, this isn't their, their main thing. I mean, they're all obviously also going to school and, uh, other extracurricular activities. It's exactly. a little bit like being a, um, flight control, uh, uh, person directing planes to get sure make sure everything lands on time and without crashing exactly so. <laughs> that's how i feel sometimes and sometimes we do crash and that's just part of the gig <laughs> it's a good thing there aren't actual planes <laughs> <laughs> right crashing right. is a lot less painful um so tell me a little bit more about this idea about school spirit and how you would like to accomplish that what are you doing differently that has been done in the past that you're hoping will really ignite that spirit Yeah, so the biggest thing is our participation within the student council. So I've done my best, and and we've really pushed this this year to get all of our members in student council involved with all of the activities that we're in. When it comes to homecoming, we have spirit days where we dress up each day, and we try to get all of the student council to dress up for those. So we just try to get a good first start off with a small group of of the student body to participate in those so that hopefully it can spread from there. And then the next thing that we try to do is look to our upcoming high schoolers. So we try to involve the middle school and the elementary school in as many of the activities that we can so that hopefully when they're, high, when they're in high school, 
they believe it's as cool as it really is. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. We uh, Usually the homecoming week, we can get a lot of the elementary schoolers and some of the middle schoolers as well to dress up at the spirit days. They usually come out to the bonfire as well. And of course, seeing the homecoming volleyball game and football game is a big part of it as well. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that is great to hear that there's sort of a, even amongst students, an intergenerational um, sense that the future is approaching and it's part of your job to help prepare them. Exactly. And that's been, you know, uh, you know, harder to think of. And, um, you know, I think it's one of the most important things that we can do so that we have the, you know, the secure future ahead of us that, the school student body is going to be in good hands and they'll they'll enjoy their time in high school. Absolutely. So they're all very proud bobcats. Exactly. <laughs> so tell me, how um, how are you, you seeing that you're being successful? What are some signs that, that these priorities are, are kind of hitting the mark? What are you looking for? So it is usually pretty hard to, to come up with some of these. And the, the biggest thing is participation. You know, we can usually count just by sheer numbers of how many people are showing up to our volleyball games and our football games, the sporting events like that. And then, of course, who's dressing up for our spirit days and coming to all of those. Also, we can get we get quite a bit of feedback from the student council. And I do personally myself. I have to take a lot of heat as the president of the student council. Uh, but that's okay. Just hearing, you know, what people like, what people don't like. And we usually, you know, for the most part, try to do things that people like. But every once in a while, student council can feel a little rebellious and change things up. Usually in past years, we've gotten to some similar habits and we get into the to the same feel of things, if you will, every year. And so we try to change it up every once in a while and uh, make things a little different. Sometimes that's a popular choice and sometimes it's not. It's always a little bit of a risk, but like you said, it's okay sometimes to crash a little bit and you learn something from that. Exactly. And sometimes some of those crashes, you know, they turn into something. Yeah, exactly. Start new traditions. Yes, absolutely. That's so great. Um, what has surprised you most about, uh, being in student government? When, when, first of all, did you start as a freshman? Uh, mostly as a sophomore, I started, um, I served as the class president that year and I was also a member of the student council, okay. um, starting my sophomore year. Okay. Uh, what has surprised you most about, um, being in a leadership role amongst your peers? Hmm. I would say that the biggest thing that has surprised me is kind of the, opinions throughout the school, I guess. Um, I never knew. I was kind of personally an easygoing guy, and I kind of went with whatever whatever happened that year. But there are definitely a lot of traditions that people like to stick to most and are very passionate about. And I hadn't realized that before. But I think that it can be both good and bad. You know, sometimes we want to change things up in the school, and sometimes we don't. But um, that's definitely been the, the biggest surprise is, you know, how sometimes how unpopular and sometimes even popular decisions can be. Yeah, that's great. It's a, a there's a lot more diplomacy probably involved than you realized at first. Exactly. That's great. Um, so talk about a little bit. You mentioned a little bit what's ahead for the next major events for student council. We've got um, Winter Fest coming up in January or February. Um, and, and then on into the spring, what's, what can we be looking forward to? You know, yeah, that biggest, uh, the next step kind of for us, we get a little break right now after the homecoming and the Halloween carnival was pretty crazy for all of us. And for me, especially <laughs> yeah. making sure everything was going to go right. Um, so we get a little breather now for a couple weeks. So we'll be working on, hopefully we're going to try to get some Bobcat apparel being sold at the next basketball games. Um, we'll open up a student council store. It's kind of the next thing that we're going to try to work on, but we'll see how that goes. Great. Then after that, of course, we have Winterfest, um, like you said, in kind of the dead of winter. Um, 
And that'll be, you know, the next big thing. We don't get a lot of community um, help from that just because we don't do as much as we do during homecoming. Um, but we are looking to have throughout the school maybe another tournament of some sort. Um, a couple of years ago, we did a um, stick horse basketball tournament, um, which was pretty fun <laughs> that we're looking to, looking to keep going again. And we've started a tradition, I think it was when I first started student council, we started a badminton tournament. Um, which we might try to continue in Winterfest as well. So we're coming up with all the ideas that we can to to make sure that that goes well and that people can enjoy that Winterfest and so it's not, you know, another week in the school year. Excellent, excellent. And um, we're getting close and running out of time, but um, I want to ask you before we're done about some ways that the larger community can support what Student Council does and what's going on at the school. And um, in particular, I'd love to hear any more details you've got about the talent show. Yeah. So we, the biggest thing that we like to look for, and I know that a lot of our athletes do, is participation at our games. We have, we usually do a pretty good job of, of letting the public know when our games are, and we try to put them in the newspaper, I know. Um, but that is one of the biggest things that um, students can appreciate, especially, especially our athletes, is coming to some of those um, games. Also, we do have some of those events um, like we have. We'll, tr we'll try to put in the paper some of our events that we have in the Winterfest and stuff like that. But just being aware and uh, to be present at some of those games and events that we have is our, our biggest thing. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us um, a peek inside the Custer County School, not just the high school, even though that's really kind of primary where, primarily where you're focused. Uh, it's great to hear that. We have been talking to Michael Batson, student council president at Custer County High School. And uh, in the interest of full disclosure, Michael is also the student intern here at KLZR this fall semester. Thanks again, Michael. Yes, thank you, Nicole. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 